Chapter 5 Can I have a word? The facility director mouthed as Gloria breezed past the front desk of the assisted living facility. Her heart sank. Damn it. What now? She pasted a wooden smile on her face and turned. Beverly! Gloria greeted her deferentially. Beverly was an uptight, very brittle woman of indeterminate age. She had coarse brown hair, sallow skin, and a permanently clenched jaw. Her tense demeanor stressed Gloria out. Gloria never knew a person who worked so aggressively to be compassionate. Showing this compassion competently, pushing it on to the families of her clientele, seemed to pain her physically. Her face clenched as if she was constantly trying to squelch a gas pain. Gloria, Beverly Kent nodded, signaling Gloria over to the administrative hallway of the facility. She didn't lead Gloria into her office, which would signify even worse news, but being pulled to the side, away from the cheerful greetings of the lobby, was never a good sign. There's some things we need to discuss about Miss Dottie's continuing care, Beverly reported solemnly. Miss Dottie was Gloria's mother, yet she always felt maternal in these meetings, as if Dottie were her mischievous child and not a grown, stubborn woman of force, who in her prime wielded a belt on her children as nimbly as she'd run her staffing office for years. Miss Dottie wasn't going gracefully into her good night. Secretly, it pleased Gloria to see her mother fight nature. She planned on doing the same herself. She's been wetting her bed again? Beverly frowned, whispering, and hiding the sheets from the staff. I I'm sure she's just embarrassed, but we, we can't have that. Okay, do you think a spanking will straighten her out, or, or do you recommend I withhold her allowance? Gloria deadpanned. And, here, Beverly winced delicately. There's been some confusion with the uh, male staff. She's been uh, verbally harassing some of the orderlies, asking for Wade again. She won't let Mr. Hanover in to clean and says he scares her now. The mention of her father momentarily threw her. Ugh, him again, the phantom, the deserter, the fuzzy memory, the destroyer of families. Why on earth did Dottie continue to ask for that man? He left when Gloria was eight and never looked back, never called, never checked on any of them. Gloria shrugged. What could she say to these allegations? She was sure they were all true. She just seems like she's, that it, it might be time for us to think about moving her upstairs to the room with, to a room with more help. Her heart dropped. Gloria's mind went blank. The ominous other wing, from assisted to full care, specialized care, the final wing. Her groceries suddenly grew very heavy in her arms. She shifted the weight of it. I'm sorry, Beverly stated gently, reaching out awkwardly to pat Gloria's shoulder. She's a wonderful lady. I wish these things were easier. Gloria bit back some tears and hefted the grocery sack more securely in her arms. It is what it is, right? But I don't think we're quite there yet, are we? She seems, I mean, aside from the occasional incontinence, okay, right? She seems okay. We'll discuss it more later when, when we have some time. Beverly smiled stiffly and stepped back to let Gloria pass. But I'll talk to her about the sheets. Bitch, she thought, just wash the sheets and let her have her dignity. Beverly made a motion to dismiss Gloria, who gratefully fled back up the hall, across the quad to Dottie's apartment. She entered without knocking. She was there enough. Mom, I got you your Dr. Pepper, she shouted, dropping the groceries on the countertop, making her way quickly to the handy-capable bathroom. Be right there. She shut the door grabbed a hand towel, shoved it over her mouth, and cried dejectedly like a little girl. After a moment of self-pity, 
She wiped her face, washed it with cold water, and exited with a forced smile. How are you today, Mom? She bent and kissed Dottie's forehead. Dottie's gaze was riveted to the TV, watching one of her talk shows, something with doctors doling out ridiculous advice about sulfur enemas. Dottie smiled and patted Gloria's hand where it rested on her shoulder. Gloria plopped down in the chair across from her and studied the rapidly shrinking woman. Had she always been taller than her mom? She remembered Dottie being seven foot tall when she was younger, and stocky. Stocky enough to put Gloria's father Wade in a headlock at some point in their young married life. Stocky enough to whoop Carl when he joined the army without permission. Stocky enough to live forever. Dottie ignored Gloria's gaze and watched her show. How are you today, Mom? Gloria repeated more loudly, enunciating clearly. I'm wonderful. Dottie answered cheerfully without turning her head. I saw your father, though. <laughs> what an ass. But he is still so handsome. Gloria's shoulders dropped, but she didn't correct Dottie. No doubt some handsome orderly or male nurse received an earful today.